الحمد لله حمدا كثيرا طيبا مباركا فيه كما يحب ربنا ويرضى أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله الناصح الأمين اللهم صل على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين ومن تمسك بسنته إلى يوم الدين ثم أما بعد الحمد لله على نعمة الإسلام والسنة All praise and thanks belong to Allah for guiding us to Islam and for guiding us to the Sunnah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He has blessed us to live to see the last 10 days of the month of Ramadan this is a tremendous opportunity for us and it is incumbent that we take full advantage of it. ta'ala, it is important that we always remember that when we put forward the righteous good deeds, we are doing so because we believe with certainty in Allah and in his angels and in the books and in the messengers and prophets and in the day of judgment and in qadr khayrihi wa sharri the good and the bad of qadr we believe and from that belief as the ulama they mention al-shaykh taqiyuddin Rahimahullah Ta'ala, he mentions, وَمِنَ الْإِيمَانِ بِالْيَوْمِ الْآخِرِ And from the faith in the last day. From what it means to have Iman in the last day, is that we have Iman, Al-Iman, بِكُلِّ مَا أَخْبَرَ بِهِ النَّبِي صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ مِمَّا يَكُونُ بَعْدِ الْمَوْتِ Is that we believe in everything that the Prophet وسلم, he informed us will take place after death. Naam. That we believe in everything that the Prophet وسلم, he informed us will take place after death. And bila shak, wa bila raib, undoubtedly, without any question, there is not a single one from amongst us except that we are going to die. We are going to pass away. And the efforts that we put forward in this dunya, ta'ala, this is what we will have in our account when death comes to us. This is what we will have to benefit us when we are raised from our graves. This is what we will have to benefit us on the day of judgment or the lack thereof. So it will all be in accordance to how we lived our lives. If we lived our lives upon good, we hope for the good. And if we lived our lives upon other than that, then we are scared of harm touching us. So when we look at it from this standpoint and we realize that all of us are upon this journey towards death, as Allah Ta'ala, He says, Every soul will taste death. Everyone will die. There is no exception to this. And from our belief 
is that we believe in everything that the Prophet وسلم, he informed us will take place after death. We believe in everything that Allah Ta'ala informs us will take place after death. So it is incumbent, it is a must that we prepare for this eventuality. Death will take place and none of us can escape it. So it is a must that we take advantage of our lives and that we work hard and we strive in preparation for this eventuality. The time that we are in now from the last 10 nights of Ramadan, then this is a tremendous opportunity for us because in these nights comes Laylatul Qadr. Laylatul Qadr, it is better than a thousand nights. The worship that is done therein, a thousand months, excuse me. It is better than a thousand months, the worship that will take place therein. We have to take advantage of this because if we want to, in fact, be successful on the day of judgment, then we need the likes of this. So this is not the time to slow down, but rather this is the time to increase. This is the time to work hard and to be very diligent upon worshiping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is the time that we work harder now than we have worked all month. That we work harder now than we have worked all month. Why? Because we need this. We need this. Why? Because we are going to die. Why? Because we're going to be judged on the day of judgment. Why? Because our deeds are going to be weighed on the day of judgment. And we will be in need of every single good deed on that day. So it is incumbent and it is a must that we take advantage of these opportunities and that we do not de delay, we do not procrastinate because none of us knows whether or not we will live to see the end of this Ramadan, let alone to live to see another Ramadan. This may be the last opportunity for us. This may be the last opportunity for us. And we should know that later to Qadr, it will take place during these nights. Ma'am? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He has hidden from us the exact night in which Laylatul Qadr it will take place Laylatul Qadr it changes it doesn't take place on the same night every year Laylatul Qadr may take place on this night in this year and then be on a totally different night in the next year and we don't know which of those nights is going to be so if we really want to benefit from catching Laylatul Qadr then we have to pray what every night in Ramadan and inshallah ta'ala. If we pray every single night in Ramadan and worship Allah ta'ala every single night in Ramadan, then we will worship Allah later to Qadr. Naam? So these last 10 where later to Qadr will come in, then we have to take full advantage. This is not the time to slow down, but this is the time to work harder. Why? Because we're going to die. And from our beliefs is what? Is that... We believe in the last day. And Shaykh Taqiyuddin, Rahimullah Ta'ala, he mentions, Al-Iman, that what enters into belief in the last day, Al-Iman, Bikulli ma akhbara bihi al-Nabi, Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Mimma yakunu ba'd al-Mawt, is that we believe in everything that the Prophet Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he informed us is going to take place after death. 
that believing in those things that will take place after death from the process of dying from the being in the grave so on and so forth all of this enters into the belief in the day of judgment now and for individuals who want to have a sound belief for individuals who it is important for them for them to believe correctly then they have to know that belief it is not just something that resides in the heart and then that's it but rather belief al iman qawlun bil lisan amal bil arkan i'tiqad al janan yazid bi ta'at ar rahman wa yanqus bi ta'at ash shaytan that iman is a statement of the tongue it is a they are actions of the limbs a belief in the heart it goes up when we are obedient to the most merciful and it goes down when we obey the shaytan this is the nature of iman it is not just a claim it is not just something that we say now but rather iman it requires and it necessitates action because if you truly believe in the last day then you will prepare for it if you truly believe that you are going to benefit billahi ta'ala for every good deed that you put forth sincerely for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon the sunnah of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam then you're going to be rewarded for it then you will increase in doing that knowing that you're going to stand in front of your lord and what's at stake is either going to the jannah or going to the fire if you believe in the fire if you believe in the hell fire then this will have a direct impact upon your actions why because you're not going to want to speak with speech that is rewarded by the fire you're not going to want to do deeds that is rewarded by the fire you're not going to want to have beliefs that is rewarded by the fire so when you're going to watch what you say watch how you act watch how you walk watch how you talk so on and so forth why because you're scared of going to the fire You don't want to go to the fire. You don't want to earn the anger of Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala. When you believe correctly, it has to have an impact upon your actions. Shaykh Uthaymin rahimahullah Ta'ala he mentions in commenting on the statement of Shaykh Taqiyuddin that what enters into belief in the last day is that we believe in everything that the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam he informs will take place after death the shaykh he says wa kullu hadha dakhil fil iman bi yawm al akhir all of this enters into belief in the last day wa dhalika li anna al insan idha mat and this is because an individual when they die dakhala fil yawm al akhir then they will enter into the last day when you die that's when your yawmul qiyamah begins when you die naam the shaykh mentions he says wali hadha yuqal and for this it is said man mat qamat qiyamatuh whoever dies his day of judgment begins whoever dies his day of judgment begins fa kullu fa kullu ma yakunu ba'd al maut so everything that will take place after death fa innahu min yawm al akhir then verily it is from that which will take place on the last day even and i want you to pay attention to this and i want you to remember this when we are working hard and diligently during these last 10 nights now or i want you to utilize this as a motivation to work hard and diligently during these last nights because when you bear this in mind that death is the beginning of our last day death is the beginning of our day of judgment the shaykh he says even 
He said, so therefore, how close is the day of judgment to us? How close is it? If our day of judgment begins with our death, how close is it? It is not between us and between the day of judgment except that we die. Or it is not between him and it except what? That an individual, they will die. Then he will enter into the last day. He will enter into the last day in which there is nothing in the last day except for Al-Jaza' and Al-Amal Being paid for your actions That's it, there's no work If you didn't do it, it's not going to be done If you didn't do it, it's not going to be done If you didn't believe correctly, you, don't have no, you no longer have an opportunity to believe correctly If you weren't upright upon your religion you no longer have an opportunity to become upright upon your religion. If you were not righteous, you no longer have an opportunity to now become righteous. If you didn't pray, you don't have an opportunity now to want to pray. It is over. And you're going to leave this world with what you have put forward. If it was good, then inshallah ta'ala, you will be rewarded with good. And if it was evil, you will be punished. So therefore it is Incumbent upon us that we do what? And and we have to take notice to this point. Naam. The Shaykh he says, Fakir insan. O human being, contemplate, reflect, think, use your brain. Tajid Know that you are upon a dangerous situation. You're in a dangerous situation right now. You're not in a situation that gives you the opportunity to be neglectful. No, you're at danger. Danger. Now, be warned. This is a dangerous situation right now. You know, if there was a nuclear leak or something like this, and there was some radiation that was escaping, the, the alarms will go off and so on and so forth. Maybe a verbal alarm letting you know danger. It's a dangerous situation. The reality of it is, is that in absence of that, we are all living in a dangerous situation. The alarms are going off, whether we realize it or not. The signs are all around us, whether we take notice of them or not. We are in a dangerous situation. Why? Shirothimini says, the end mot, he said, because death doesn't have a determined time that is well known to us. We don't know when it's going to come. A person may leave from his house never to return. A person may walk out of his front door and he'll never come back. He'll die. وَقَدْ يَكُونَ الْإِنسَانِ عَلَىٰ كُرْسِي مَكْتَبِهِ a person could be sitting at his chair, at his desk, and never get up from it. A person could be sitting at his desk, and death comes to him, and he never stands up and gets up from his desk. Death comes fetch at him. At sometimes it comes quickly, abruptly. Sometimes. insan, ala 
يحمل من فراشه إلى سرير غسله. A man could go to bed, can go to sleep in his bed, but he will then be transferred from his bed to the table where he will be washed. He'll never get out of his bed. He'll die right there. Body will be taken from his bed, transferred to the table inside of the funeral home where he will be washed and prepared to be shrouded. This is the reality of the situation that we're in. These are the alarm bells that are going off. When you hear about someone who went to sleep and never woke up, when you hear about someone who died on their commute to work, when you hear about someone who was walking in the supermarket and has an aneurysm and dies in aisle four, all of these are signs, all of these are indications to you that we are in a dangerous situation because if it happened to them, it could happen to us. If they died suddenly, we can die suddenly. So we have to prepare ourselves. The Sheikh, he goes on to say, and then تهزوا فرصة العمر بالتوبة إن الله تعالى. He said this situation it therefore necessitates from us that we take full advantage of the opportunity. We take full advantage of the opportunity of our lives. That this the little bit of life that we have to live in this world, we take advantage of it by doing what. By repenting unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When yakuna al-insan da'iman, yastash'iru bi'annahu ta'ib, ta'ibun in Allah. And that an individual repents so much that he always feels and get a sense that they are repenting unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. To repent unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala means that an individual, if they're doing sin and transgression, then they, then they cease and desist from the sin and transgression. So we should always be in a situation where we're looking to improve ourselves and we're looking to better ourselves. Those things that we do that we know we shouldn't be doing, then we should try to get away from doing those things. Never feel complacent and forget about this and then now indulge inside the haram. But no, rather be in a situation where you're always constantly trying to get the haram off of you. You want to wash yourself, cleanse yourself from it. Toba necessitates what? That we have regret and remorse for the sin that we have done. That we feel bad about it, not that we reminisce about it and we romanticize the days of our sinning. No, but that we feel bad about it. We were angry with ourselves for falling into the likes of this and the like. Likewise, we have to intend not to return back to it. We have to take a resolve that we're not going to go back to the sinful ways. Now, and if we go back to the sinful ways, then we re repeat steps one through three. And fourth step, in the event that we infringed upon another one's right, we have to return the right to them. We have to give them back their right. Always returning back to Allah. This is the, this is the state that the believer wants to be in. That we're always returning back unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, turning unto our Lord, increasing in righteous good deeds. Until there comes to him his death, while he is on the best situation to get what you're looking for, to get what 
forgiveness from Allah that Allah is pleased with you to give yani to, to, to enter into the Jannah to be rewarded, so on and so forth. This is how we should live our lives in preparation for death. So these last ten days is a part of the overall narrative and story of our lives, and that is what preparing to meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So when we know that death can come at any time and we're gonna go back to our Lord with what we had at that moment, then this is a warning for us and an encouragement for us to take full advantage of these last 10 days where we could reap the reward more than perhaps we can do in a lifetime. A thousand months is 80 some odd years. If we worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Laylatul Qadr, then we will get rewarded for that worship like we did it over the span of 80 some odd years a thousand months that doesn't have any Laylatul Qadr. Who can afford to miss out on that? You may not live 80 some odd years. You may not be on earth for 80 some odd years. But you will get the reward as if for someone who lived for 80 some odd years by catching one Laylatul Qadr. So now can you afford to miss out on, on the last 10 days? Could you afford to miss out on these last 10 days? No way, because we may not never see them again. We may never ever see them again. We have to bridge the connection between what? Between our believing in theory, right? And acting practically in accordance to that belief. You understand? Because if we truly, truly, truly believe, then you're going to see that in our actions. Because we're going to be getting ready and, and preparing for the day of judgment. And it is not enough. It is not enough just to say, well, I believe correctly, so I'm good. They did, you can do what I can do, what I want to do, and so on and so forth. That's, that's, not, that's not from our way. Who says things like that? The Jews. The Jews say things like that. We'll only be in hell for a, couple, a number of days. Then we'll get out. Huh? We'll be okay because we are the chosen people, so we're going to go to heaven anyway. No matter what we do, it's okay. No matter how we treat the Gentile, it's fine. Because we're the chosen people, we're going to be in heaven anyway. Is there any difference? Oh, I believe correct, so I'm good. I don't have to have a lot of righteous good deeds. I'm okay. Is that how Abu Bakr was? That's how Earthman was? That's how Irma was? Was that how Ali was? Was that how they were? When on average, they used to finish the Qur'an every seven days, reading from cover to cover every seven days, does that sound like somebody that's not preparing for the Day of Judgment? When you had from the Sahaba those who were complete reading the Qur'an every three days, does that sound like someone who wasn't preparing for the Day of Judgment? And then we're going to claim to be upon their way and come with this pitiful behavior? Ya subhanAllah. Bithnilahi ta'ala, over these last ten days, these reminders will be centered on the articles of faith, the belief in the angels, and the belief in the day of judgment. Bithnilahi ta'ala, fa'natafi bihad al-qadr, wa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam ala nabiyyina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in, wa rizakum allahu khayyara.